What's up, family? I'm Juan Castillo, and when I'm on social media, my favorite show to watch is the Don't Shoot the Messenger weekly podcast. Chris G, professional Sutton, Rucker Report delivers sports the way it's supposed to be, real and authentic. So get ready to be entertained. My boys are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, the Rucker Report, a.k.a. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. Yeah, welcome to yeah. another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Son. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And on behalf of our brother, the Rucker Report, Jersey. Chris, what's going on, man? Look, man, I'm happy to be back. You know, I feel like Dude, man. it's been, it's been, it's so been long. too long. It's been so long. It's been too long. Too the long, people man. in the streets been clamoring for us. I can't. I'm, I, no matter where I'm walking down the street, I, I, I'm... Well, no, I'm never walking down the street, but I'm in a store, and I and I bump into somebody. Yo, what's good? Oh, chilling, chilling, man. Yo, man, where y'all Why been? I ain't show? seen yeah. the show, sir. No, what's no. what's good? Yo, so yeah, man, man, I'm tired of answering them questions, man. Yeah, uh, we out here, man. I'm trying we to be out here. here in these streets, man. I am so happy that uh, you know, you know, people hitting us, man. Um. You know, just just everybody in general. Also, you know, my Twitch family. You know, shout out to everybody. Um, you know, I got you know family out from you know. Listen, I, I don't want to my own horn, but you know, I got I got I got some people from you know from the West Coast, man. Um, shout out to Average Me, bro. He from uh he from Washington State. Also, my girl, Doctor Rachel. She from Australia. Listen, I don't want a name drop out here, Chris. But let you know. But goddamn it, if I have to, I will. Okay. It's a light. It's a light flex. It's a light flex. That's all. That's all it is. That's all it is. But you know, um, we've been going. We've been going too long. Too long. And yeah. we and we know. We know we've been going too long. Believe me, yo. You know, I, I get it when people when people be like, "Listen, I know, I know." Like we know, yeah, we, know. <laughs> we know. Trust listen, me, we know. Listen, we got live and stuff. But you know, we're gonna be off for the next few days. So you know, we're trying to get at least another show or two in. You know what I mean? Exactly. And stop, y'all know y'all niggas is out there, all right? Y'all home. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. Y'all ain't at yeah. work. No, no, no. Y'all, y'all home. Y'all home. Y'all chilling. So, is this this joint better be uh lighting up? It okay, better. It, better. it better be lighting up. Um, speaking of lighting up, I'm gonna tell you what, man. I'm goddamn forty nine ers boy. That goddamn Jimmy G. You know, I was talking to you before, and you know, we we were we were we were talking about forty nine ers, and we you know we said that they're hot. But I told you, with Jimmy G, it's always something, right? And I was explaining to Chris, who was a former 49er fan, um, but he'll be back. Uh, And I was saying, (laughs) many people in the 49er empire, right? It's like a divide. You got those that are rooting for Jimmy G. Um, 
and those that are not only say haters, but yes, haters of Jimmy G. And they're letting him have it, Chris. They're letting him have it. I mean, it's it's like, yo, he stank. Why is he here? Um, but I know you didn't watch the game, Chris, but people always say, hold on, let me let me let me finish it. Um, is it over? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I'm just creating a nice little um, you know, you know, screen scroll here. But when you watch Jimmy G play, right? Just the, his decision making alone is horrible. Like, I mean, he throws the ball too late. He throws it in traffic. He overthrows his receivers. And Kyle Shanahan, I was really, 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 you know, tough on Kyle Shanahan earlier this season. But what he did, and like Chris said, what a great coach do is you disguise the weaknesses in your quarterback so they can excel. And Kyle Shanahan has been doing that, along with a great running game that has just surged within the past six to seven games in the San Francisco 49er land. But last night, man, if we don't get the running game going, and if we don't get Jimmy G fixed or something else, our time in the playoffs is going to be really, really fast. Now, my boy Chris brought up a great point, right? And I want to give Chris this credit. Chris said, hey, why not go after Derek Carr? And Chris, could you could you could you give them your explanation of that? Because this is definitely gonna be, you know, clipped in a snip. And I'm gonna put it up on YouTube and everywhere and just to so the 49er fans can hear this. So Chris, can you tell them why Derek Carr should be the answer right now? Well, or I mean, looked at I think Derek Carr answers all the questions and holes that the San Francisco 49ers has that quarterback. He answers every single one of them. He's the guy you need. Like Derek Carr gets looked at because he's been a Raider and the Raiders, you know, are the Raiders. And shout out to Henny Bub. But you know, the Raiders are the Raiders. Mike Carr. So so you're right. You you don't think of him in high regard, but Derek Carr, I I put it to you like this. Jimmy G is an above replacement quarterback. Mm -hmm. Just above replacement. He's better than a replacement, and he's just a little better than average. Derek Carr is a lot better than average. You know, I broke it down like this. Once you get into that 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 range of quarterbacks, Derek Carr could be anywhere in there. You can make an argument for him anywhere in there. I think he has the most fourth quarter comebacks um, since he's came in the league. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously Derek Carr has an arm. You know, obviously he's good under pressure. Um, You know, he can use his feet. You know, he's got a bunch of dimensions that you would want in a quarterback. And if Trey Lance is not ready, which I suspect that he's not. Yeah, I, I would definitely I, agree. I, I suspect that he's far from ready. Why don't you go take a shot at Derek Carr? I mean, Derek Carr gives you a win right now quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a little bit – I would say he's a little bit under – where Matthew Stafford was when when the Rams went and got Matthew Stafford, mm. and you know that you you talking about a quarterback of that talent with a Kyle Shanahan who's supposed to be you know a uh, offensive coordinator savant, 
So, uh, but that's what he's supposed to be. Uh, You know, I tell you this. I know he know. I know he's supposed to know how to run the ball. His daddy ain't never had a problem running the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. his daddy was picking people up off the streets, and they was yeah. uh, his daddy had Alfred Morris being a top back. And if I'm just saying, listen, I'm just saying. Listen, I would say I would give Kyle credit. He does carry carry that pedigree of the run game, and he and yes, we have been doing a phenomenal job with that. So with Wilson Mitchell, um. It's just, I'll give him credit there. I'll give him credit there. And 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 to add to your to your point, with our offense, we just got one problem. That's at the quarterback. Now, as as easy as it sounds, it also could become quite difficult. But like you said, Chris, if you get you a quarterback like Derek Carr, who's been proven, who's been playing with a lot of bad bad team Raider teams, and you put him on a Niner team. That are at the cusp and probably, and, and I don't know if you you know agree with me or not, Chris, but could really be a contenders if they get a Derek Carr. I mean, healthy, a lot of people have us going deep in playoffs, but with a Derek Carr, I mean, now we're talking. Is that a fair assessment? We talking about Debo, uh Kittles, mm-hmm. um Ayuk. He ain't never had all those type of weapons. Not okay? to mention, you not know, at one time. Two, and we still got two. We, we actually got three, but you know, uh, Mostert's hurt. But we got two solid running backs that can catch out the backfield. I mean, and then also Trent Williams, one of the best. TC, what's up, man? He's F COVID. I know, I know, man. Get better, man. Get better. Chris, I can't hear you. TC, you got COVID? He said uh, he won some money on those Titans last night. Good, because uh, I, I would lose my mind, man. I would lose my damn mind. But uh, but I don't want to belabor this any much anymore because, you know, I'm getting pissed off. But uh, he said, nope, I'm in a room with COVID free. Okay, he was just saying, period. Okay, good. Excuse me. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Live yeah. that life in Aruba. And yes, also, fuck COVID. Also, uh, TC, please uh, plug your t- uh, plug your plug your channel, man. Please plug your channel because you know TC is doing big things over there, man. Retro Revolution, man. He, you know, he he he's uh, really really taking it out the park, man. And I'm and I'm definitely proud of him, man. Elijah Mitchell is the backbone. Yes, he is. Nick, what's going on? I will say that he is right now. He's definitely holding it down, man. Um, if you don't know what me at TC, he got a retro entertainment TV. Go over there if you like a lot of retro games. Um, if you like, you know, some some good playing, man. Yo, listen, TC got it. I love to watch his stuff. I'll be at work, you know, during my breaks, of course, <laughs> watching it. So shouts out to TC, man. Um, he's in a room with his family. God bless them and hope everything, you know, continues to go well for the Casey's. Now, Chris, where you want to go, basketball? You know, I wish, I wish you had your godson up here. And I ain't oh. talking about LeBron. I'm talking oh. about MJ. Ah, <laughs> oh, this dude, this, yo, he, yo, he don't know what he doing, man. He say, yeah, listen, listen, listen. And I love him. I love him like a play cousin. 
Okay? <laughs> Love like a play cutter. This dude goes on live and calls me. Calls me call out. out. Yo, call you, you out. Gonna, Hold on. I'm about to, I you got to You going to do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, he said Chris G. Yo, he called you by your whole I mean, call me by the whole joint. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised he ain't say Christopher. <laughs> I mean, he had bass in his voice. Then he, then, then he take a show that we had done weeks prior yeah. when nobody was talking about the Suns and start ripping me. Yo, fam, how you ain't live? How you ain't put in the sun? How dare you? I'm, to, I'm like, I'm hit him up, man. I'm about to hit him up, man. I said, I'm yo, man, yo, man. If you gonna come at me, come at me for something I did, okay? Don't you be making up stuff for me, yo? Yeah, because I, yo, he, I was like, I forgot all about it. Every week, oh, 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 <laughs> Nick, we gonna say the best for last, Nick. We gonna say the best for last. You know Nick. what? No, 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 no. Because I ain't been up here to talk about the travesty. We are the we travesty. Are. We are that was. The Ohio State Michigan game in the Ohio State season in in whole in whole because listen I am nothing but objective about my Buckeyes okay and I have been saying since we lost to Oregon I didn't feel right I didn't feel good about them if everybody kept trying to reassure me Oh no, nah, no, nah, they got the defense together. Or uh, nah, I remember after they lost to Oregon, I remember telling people, "Yo, this might be the year we lose to Michigan." And everybody like laughed at me. They go, "Oh well, yes, you, yes, you did, yes, you." I said, Chris, everybody, everybody laughed at me, going, "Oh man, we all know that Oregon's way better than Michigan." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. you don't get it. You don't get it. If we lose to Oregon, we can lose to Michigan." Okay, mm-hmm. and, we don't and, save that. And I, I don't even want to get into the and I love Ryan Day. I'm pro Ryan. This is a pro Ryan Day house that I live in. Okay, it's pro Ryan Day house. The gay day but house. The gay day house. Okay, <laughs> but but I have to say it, and it has to be said. The defense is every year that Urban Meyer gets further away from from God and Ohio State. Um, because <laughs> because. He was supposed to be a religious man. This motherfucker out here wilding. But anyway, uh, the further we get away from Urban Myers, the worse our defense has gotten. First of all, okay, so then if that's the case, then look at my Florida Gators. So he got some juju on both our teams, Chris, so fuck him. Oh, all right, listen. We not that bad. All right? We not that bad. Like It's coming. We not that bad. I don't know. And that's not... All right, let's not let's not get crazy here, okay? No, we will Ohio happened. State will return to prominence <laughs> next year, okay? M- Michigan ain't be- I got my I got my I got my stepmother calling me in Michigan. You still oh, love me, baby? That's the shit I gotta hear, okay? <laughs> when Michigan win, I got people I got people online on the internet crying, talking about <laughs> Michigan. We finally did it. We finally did it. Fuck you, okay? <laughs> I don't want to the, – the joy that I've seen on Michigan's fans' faces disturbs me. Mm. It disturbs me and hurts my heart to see. I hate to see – oh, all right, we can put this on Paul. I'm glad this guy picked up. I got I'm you. I'm glad listen, this guy picked up. Listen, Chris, you know, 
I no, called you guys. I called you guys. Marquise, where you go? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I need. I need. I need two minutes of silence before you talk, Quack, and before on, MJ get up here. First of all, first of all, clean your camera, Marquise. Clean your camera. Jeez, it's just all greasy. <laughs> there, there it is. Go. There it is. All right. So I'm gonna say I need two. I need two minutes here. Okay. Up. So so first of all, first of all, this guy gets on on Facebook. Calls me out by my government about about a podcast about a, a current state of affairs of a podcast we did three weeks prior, <laughs> telling me that the audacity of this man to gets up there. Y'all, you ain't bring up the Phoenix Suns. What's wrong with? Listen, I respect my elder, but what's wrong with you? <laughs> this is what this guy's coming at me. I go, quit. What's your guy son talking about? What nobody think about? What nobody think about the Phoenix Suns three weeks ago? <laughs> and I got this guy. <laughs> I got my mama calling me talking about who this dude coming at you talking about you don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, again, I didn't know he was gonna do it, but you know he always talk about you know basketball, and he had one to ask about the Lakers. I said, nah, we're going to save that. I don't want to talk about it right now because it's still football season. And then he was a jinx to my 49 loss last night. <laughs> um, so, Marquise, do you, do you want to respond to that or you want to chime in? What you want to do, man? I need Marquise, I need Marquise to stay current with the uh, podcast and not come and, and attack me and my, my character <laughs> and my journalistic integrity of my own podcast. <laughs> Next, he's gonna say, So, you telling me that the Bucks ain't we're gonna win a championship? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, floor is yours, floor is yours, Keith. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Well, I'm gonna blame my godfather because he, you know, what I'm oh saying he God. went up there in time. So, yeah, no, yo, no, stop lying. No, see, there, now, hold on. Now, I'm gonna tell you this, Keith. I said it. I said, yo, Finn, this is your fault, man. I said, why are you putting these podcasts up up late? And he goes, he goes, he goes, nah, I ain't put it up late. He listened to it 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 late. I'm always on time. We live right now, and when I get done, this is going to be time stamped, and it's going to be current. <laughs> so if you're going to watch it three weeks, Marquise, and you talking about some crazy stuff, that's on you. And now the world can hear it. But, so, 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 so before he make his declaration, let me just say, that the Phoenix Suns and the Warriors are the two best teams in it. Hold on. Today is December 24th of 2021. <laughs> and the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors are not only the best two teams in the West, they're the best two teams in the NBA. I hope that is I hope that suffice for you. That's all I want to hear. That's all I want to hear. Captain MJ, get Captain, get the hell out of here! No damn oh my MJ. goodness! Oh, so so so, Marquise, are you are the Phoenix Suns still your favorite? Yes. So you think that they're going to win it all? Yes, <laughs> yes. And I, and I know you asked me about Milwaukee last night. Uh, are you are you so so you're saying that Milwaukee is still a contender in the East? Are they going to go back to the big dance, or is it over? Um, I think they're still, I think they're contenders. They're defending champions. You got to respect that. Um, I think if James Harden can play on, on, if James Harden can play, um, on the level that he played in Houston, I think the Milwaukee Bucks can't compete with them. Um, 
yeah that's what i think <laughs> that's it that's it so 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 you don't got no jump to talk to chris and say chris bugging um yeah. yeah, I you know I do I th- yeah you were buggy because you you did not you mentioned first of all, you mentioned Chicago Bulls over the Phoenix Suns. That's that was crazy to me. That's that's really why I made that video. Okay, fifth again at now at, at this point, that was five weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Bulls was tearing the league up five weeks ago. The Suns the, was too they, they didn't lose. No, no, the Suns were coming off of losing their first three games, and then they or no, they were uh they were two or three or uh, or three or four losing their first five, four or five games. That's where they were. So yeah, yes, they were starting to win, but you know, everybody was still like, oh, man, I don't know what's up with Phoenix Suns. Now, Phoenix has established themselves now as true contenders. True contender, I can't take that away from you. <laughs> Phoenix is legit. The Warriors are legit. And the, re- and the only reason I think the Warriors are better is not because of the current state of the Warriors. It's because what's coming in the future for the Warriors. Because I think as presently constructed, like right this second, if the Western Conference Finals were to uh, happen, I would pick Phoenix over the Warriors. But knowing that there's a Great possibilities. Fingers crossed because I want this man to be back on the court. That Clay Thompson is returning. Clay is going to be why I tip the scales in Golden State's favor. Oh man! Later down the line, that's why I'm going to tip it in the uh, Warriors' favor. And now he already hemming and hawing. So I need some explanation of why you don't think possibly a top five greatest. Even if Clay Thompson is not what he used to be, he still is going to be able to get. Steph Curry more open shots, and I want to know why that got Keith exasperated <laughs> that Clay Thompson is coming back. <laughs> well, all right, so um, I think I, I I agree with you. Um, they are playing real good. Um, Clay is not back, and I think that's key because he's huge for their team. He's the second best player, obviously, but um, I'm not sure if I trust Stephen Curry in big moments. Mm. And um, oh, I, you're one of those guys. Okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. <laughs> You're one of those guys. You're, you come from the Rob Parker tree. Okay, I see. <laughs> so, and I say that because you look at 2015, they beat a um, Cavs team that were unhealthy, where just LeBron James, I, I believe, um, his second best player was Matthew Delvadova. You know, yeah, he sucks. He just had that out there. Um, and um, it took them six games. And then when the Cavs figured them out and became healthy, they beat them in game in the game seven with Stephen Curry, by the way, had 17 points and Clay Thompson had 15 points. They didn't shoot, they didn't shoot great either. They didn't show up. Um, you go to 2019 when they Kevin Durant got hurt in the finals. Um Stephen Curry in game six didn't show up either. So I'm not sure if I trust Stephen Curry in, in big moments when he's the best player of the team. All right. So, so I got a question for so my rebuttal to that is so you telling me that Steph Curry isn't great in big moments out of Three final games that you picked because I see you. You picked the 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 Raptors game six. You picked um, the twenty fifteen series that I guess it took a team that never been in the playoff or the team that never been in the finals a little bit to get over the greatest player in the league at the time in LeBron. And the third one was they came back from the Cleveland when they came back from the three zero deficit after. And I know this sounds crazy. But after Draymond gets suspended, oh, you are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because it is not as simple. Wait. It is not as simple as people try to make it. Draymond got suspended 
when they had momentum. That was a bad suspension for them. Going back, mind you, if you you got to look at that whole that whole game as a whole. Steph had got tossed out. He got ejected because he threw his mouthpiece because he got his I think his fifth final. I got his fifth uh personal foul call on Le, right. on LeBron. Which was on a on a cheap call, but it was a great play by LeBron because he knew he was in foul trouble and he stopped up. It was a, that's why LeBron is great, but I won't even get into that part. <laughs> and he got he got ejected from that game. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Draymond got ejected for after the fact after they reviewed something later and they suspended him and gave him a a, a tech that cost him out of the game. And then Andrew Bogut got hurt, and I know Andrew Bogut sucks. I get it. Nobody's gonna argue about how great or how bad Andrew Bogut was. But what Andrew Bogut gave them, which they didn't have, was a legit big man in size down low. And they missed him because they had to play small ball. Uh, I'll say this about the Warriors. They, they're the best team at playing small ball, and they were best back then as well. But small ball takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. You can play it good in spurts. If you have to play it all the time, it diminishes you because you have to. There's so many gaps that you got to fill because you're playing small. Because I'll bring in another person. Tristan Thompson sucks. We know this. But Tristan Thompson can be dominant in small ball, and you have to get, you have to treat Tristan Thompson like he's Nikola Jokic. <laughs> right? You got that's how you got to treat him when you're playing small. But when the biggest guy on the court is six, uh, six seven, and Tristan is a, a legit. What is he? Six eleven? Six ten? Yeah, okay. and a, a legit big man like it just takes a lot out of you. But I, I say all of that. You bring up these little, mo- you bring up those three moments. But he had other moments in in the playoffs, in the Western Conference Finals, in the finals, in other playoff series, and those don't count. So it's only those few moments that you can point, which I could poke holes in LeBron, KD, like anybody you want to say. I can pick out moments where they weren't good. In right. finals and playoff game, those those few moments define Steph Curry as a as a big big time player. <laughs> um, n- n- yes and no, yes and okay. No. Because those games that I named, I feel like are was um big pivotal games for him. They and, were, and he did not show up. And um, I believe that Golden State is a team that's beatable. A lot of people forget they went seven three and nine. That is true, but I don't personally believe that that was the best Warriors team. I think the best Warriors team is when they had Kevin Durant. We see them oh, yeah. lose, you know what I'm saying, when they had um, Steph and um, Clay and Dre, and they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I don't believe that they can beat the Phoenix Suns. I don't believe that they can. They can be the healthy Phoenix. I honestly think they'll get they'll lose in five. Woo! <laughs> wow! He came with it. Wow! He came with it. I mean. We trust in De- we trust in DeAndre Ayton like that. We trust in Javale McGee like that. He, look, we 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 McGee is a champion, <clears throat> a champion on the Warriors and the Lakers hey. as a rotational piece. But hey, I say this: <laughs> he is respect that man. I say this: I say this about yes. There was one time, one time that took seven games in the best comeback ever. For a team to be a healthy Clay and Steph and Draymond team, you are correct. One time it happened, and I, and when I look at the Phoenix Suns, I don't see no LeBron or no Kyrie up there. Now, with that being said, uh, Booker is phenomenal. I like Devin Booker. I've always liked him. I needed him to show me something because he was a loser until Chris Paul got there. But 
I, I mean, I don't think I'm. I, I'm not wrong. No, you're not. A lot wrong. Of people I'm not wrong. But Chris Paul got there, and now he's able to just do what he does best, which is be a bona fide professional scorer, and he could do that in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker is special. He ain't LeBron or Kyrie special. He's just not. Now, he also ain't weird like Kyrie either, but, you know, it, it, he, he, ain't, he ain't that kind of special. He not. <laughs> isn't, isn't he dating a Kardashian right now? Uh, Devin? Yeah. No, he's dating a Jenner, okay? Uh, don't don't, don't disrespect. He's dating a Jenner. Well, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the curse I mean, ain't on the Jenners. It's on the Kardashians. It's not on the Jenners. Listen, okay? listen, listen. Bruce took Chris' name. I'm just saying. Now his name. What well, anyway? Her daddy got but, a mama name, and her mama got a daddy name. That's all I got. And I'm, I'm gonna also say this. And Chris Paul has routinely and often uh, don't lost. I don't. Hold say, on. I no, 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 no. Lost to Steph Curry in big moments. Just saying. Just saying. Oh man! Just saying, they got a lot of playoff battles, and I think Chris Paul only won one. He did, and it yeah. took, and he had to go seven games. That was the Donald Sterling year, and he won one. That's what he got. Just hey, that man. one. Hold on, wait. Before y'all start, I just gotta say it over to my buddy, uh, Avenge Bro, me, uh, me, bro. What's up, man? That's the dude. He from uh, Washington. What's going on, man? Good dude, good dude. I just wanted to say what up because he checked in with us, man. What's up? Oh, you from Washington? Yeah, he, which he, were DC or nah, state? from state? He's a Seattle fan. So. Okay, yeah. So what's good, man? What's good? So Marquise, so you got the so you still after all of that, you still riding with the Phoenix Suns to yes, because back to Chris's point, he's right. Um, you know, uh, Chris Paul only won against um Stephen Curry, I believe, only like he said one time. But I also feel like this is the best team that he's been on and the best chance that he has to beat Stephen Curry. I think when you look at um, the Houston Rockets system, um, that, that wasn't Chris Paul's play style. And then you had a choker in James Harden that uh, <laughs> show, yeah. and, 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 and much and much love to James Harden. I'm a James Harden guy. I love James Harden. That's my favorite player in the league. Do not get me wrong. He, he, he's, he's, he's James Harden. He's like that. But considering the fact that James Harden has a reputation not showing up at big moments, a lot of those times when you look at those years where even when Chris Paul's on the Clippers, you know what I'm saying? Blake was inconsistent. DeAndre Jordan was inconsistent. So now you're looking at the Phoenix Suns where, okay, last year he took them to the to the finals. And I know a lot of people are going to say, yo, yeah, he didn't beat a healthy team. That's not his fault. You know what I'm saying? He only could control the things that he can control. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like looking who, at – Who didn't beat a healthy team? Who? The Phoenix Suns. That's what a lot of people say when I talk about the Suns. They ain't beat a healthy playoff team. What you mean they ain't beat a healthy playoff team? They beat uh, – well, they saying Denver wasn't healthy because they didn't have uh, – Jamal. Yeah. Jamal Murray. Who else did they play? They played the Lakers. They didn't have Anthony Davis. And Kawhi. The Clippers. Oh, the, oh okay. All right. Well, I mean, listen, man, it's a game of attrition. You got to beat – like, you only can play who there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then I think – I also believe that they also gotten better than they did last year, you know, with the addition of JaVel McGee, um, who's a champion, I might add. <laughs> yeah, he is. Please. Twice. Um, Twice. <laughs> um, Landry no, Shaman. three times. He got three oh, of them things. I'm sorry, three. Yeah, he got three. three. He, got, he got two with the Warriors and one with the Lakers. Respect that, man, Chris. Right. So JaVel McGee, it, it was a big-time pickup because that's something that they lacked in the finals against the Bucs, which was size. You know, they, they lacked a lot of size when DeAndre Jordan went off the game. Um, so I think that gives him size. Landry Shaman, who's a good um uh, three point shooter who can get his own shot. Um, and who else did they add? Might I might I add? I think that's all they added for for real. Um, Cam Johnson is playing real great. 
Devin Booker's going to be Devin Booker. Chris Paul's going to be Chris Paul. But just the way that how their role players are stepping up and um, approaching the game, being that they lost last year, um, I think DeAndre Ayton is key because he has a chip on his shoulder but not getting his contract as well. So he's rolling the season. So when I look at all those things and say, okay, well, they're top five on offense, top five in defense, I just don't see no team is beat, no team beating them at their best. I don't see that at all. I think the only team that can compete with them are the Warriors, but I believe that they can beat the Warriors. Well, I'll say this. I don't think that you're like – even though I would pick the Warriors, I don't think it's out of the realm that, that the Phoenix can win. I do think even with the addition of Clay, it's still going to be close because I think the Phoenix Suns are uniquely equipped – to play. Oh, I.O. Kim. Kim, hold on. I just did a quick timeout. Kim, we've been going through a lot, obviously, oh, no, with them Buckeyes. And I, I haven't been able to, you know, reach out and get a virtual hug because I know we hurting in Columbus, losing to Michigan. That shit hurt, okay? It's still, <laughs> it's still yo, honestly, I wake up some days and I mean, I can't believe we lost to fucking Michigan. And, so, then, and then you got a kid that taps you on your shoulder just to tell you that. <laughs> yo, right. see, see, Kim knows it's been crazy. Yeah, I got my yo, uh, uh, Ohio State lost, and my my uh, youngest son look at me. You sad, daddy? That's the shit. I mean, you see what I'm saying? How I'm supposed to deal with that? How I'm supposed to deal with that? I di- I digress. Anyway, so um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I think Phoenix is uniquely equipped to defend uh Golden State more than any other team. They got length in every position, and they got length in the key position. Mikel Bridges, I heard something today, which was the funniest thing, and I, you know I don't like Kendrick Perkins. He's just a hater. <laughs> I just don't like him. But um, Kendrick Perkins said, yo, Mikel Bridges might be the only person in the league that could tie his shoes without bending down. That's how long his arms are, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, he's athletic. <laughs> He's quick, and he's he's somebody that could give Steph problems. People be forgetting Steph is still only six three. Mikel is a full six seven that could get up in him, long, could defend like that is a tough matchup for Steph. Mm-hmm. And that that is no coincidence that Steph had one of his worst games with Mikel Bridges defending him the majority of the game. That is a true statement. Also, they got uh, uh Cam uh Cam Johnson, long can defend. Um, a, a good spot up shooter. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, with the dreads. Why am I flaking on him? Crowder. Jay Crowder. Crowder has oh, yeah. shown. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen, he can be spotty sometimes, but Crowder is a, a legit shooter defender. De- he definitely bring it defensively every night. I agree with uh with the with the Shamit point. Uh, d- they're long everywhere. They can bring in big after big after big. Golden State cannot. Is Looney. And I'm still to, to me. You see, I ain't bring up Wiseman. Jury's still out on Wiseman for me. I don't know what Wiseman is. I mean, he. I know he has talent. He could possibly one day be something. I, I really can't say, but I don't know what he is. But I know what he's not, and I know he can't do anything with DeAndre uh, De- Anthony. DeAndre Ayton. God, I can't get this motherfucking name up. I know he can't do nothing with De- DeAndre Ayton right now. I know that. So I don't know how beneficial it will be. Your best bet is Kavon Looney. And at the end of the day, it's Kavon Looney. So um, yeah, they do got some, they do got some issues with with uh Phoenix. 
where I think they can make it up. Clay comes back. That gives you spacing. It's just you can get Mikel off of Steph more. Mm-hmm. It, could be, it could be single coverage more. And that just gives you the opportunity, whether you think Steph is good in big moments or not, I think Houston would disagree. I think Houston Rockets would disagree with you, but <laughs> a lot also, of people disagree. Also with think, you. also think my uh, uh, Trailblazers would disagree with you as well. But <laughs> <laughs> it just gives the greatest shooter more opportunities to have open shots, and you never want to give a shooter open shots. No. So I think, and also, Golden State's defense is on par with anybody, and it it, it, it gets talked about more now. But that defense is number one rated defense in the NBA. And, and like almost every statistical category, like for some reason, and they shouldn't be as good defensively as they are, but they are. They force you into bad shots. They force bad shooting percentages. They're the best three-point defending defense. They rebound even though Draymond be the tallest dude on the court most of the time. I mean, they got him listed at 6'6". Six, six. I bet you Draymond ain't taller than 6'5". No. They they they're scrappy in the wet, but again, going back to my small board point, that takes a lot out of you, and in the playoffs, it's harder. It, it just is. You know, everybody is keying in on all of the matchups that they need to key in on, and they get you know, it's easy to be a hard matchup for somebody when you playing the Warriors on Tuesday, and then you got to be in Sacramento on Wednesday. But when you got night after night where you know that's the only team you got to focus on, you can come up with a better plan. I mean, Toronto, that's what Toronto was able to do to bring up uh, uh, Marquis' point of uh, Steph, uh, I guess, not coming up big in that Toronto series. I will remind you that the Warriors had more than just Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson being hurt. Boogie was coming off a quad injury. Hmm. Kavon Looney had like a cracked chest. You had to rely on Quinn Cook, uh, 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 aging Sean Livingston. And uh, uh, who, who else is the other guy? And it was the reason why they could run a boxing one. He still dropped 46 in that game that they ran the boxing one or game on him. Still dropped 46. But I, I listen, I get it. Steph needs to still prove stuff and it gives him motivation. I hope nothing would bring me more joy than the Golden State Phoenix Sun. Western Conference Final, oh, and great. then I, I I need we need a night every night podcast with MJ up here. I I do it with MJ up here <laughs> to break down this game. I would love it. I listen. I will even give him the mic. I'll give him the floor. I'll let him do his thing. Marquise, make sure that you're sharing this too, man. Because I know you got young friends, though. Make sure you're sharing this, man. Don't be hogging it all to yourself. Um, but he, yeah, we can. We can. He can wasn't afraid to tag motherfuckers, though. When he well, was he like, "Yo, like what are these people. just talking about?" He tagged like twenty people, didn't he? I see people. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> Saying I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what? People do gotta. You know what? One thing about Chris, man, which I which I love. Chris is like a good book, right? People only want the little snapshots to get people talking. A lot of times, I love using Chris and clickbait. When he was when yeah, he said do. AI is not a superstar, my goodness, people went crazy. Yes, he did, Mark. Yeah, I mean it's true. But go oh, ahead. you didn't you didn't hear that one? You didn't no, hear that one? Not no. You know what? Because that's not old enough for him. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 Mark. But listen, said. my 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 point my points were valid 
for why yeah. I didn't think AI was a superstar. I didn't say that he wasn't a superstar talent. I didn't say he wasn't, you know, um, pivotal to the NBA story. But, like you can't. But again, it's a criteria. It was a so criteria that I created. It was a criteria I created for what is a real superstar. And I only had nine people in the entire history of basketball yeah. on that superstar list. Yeah. Marquise, and, it's, and it's, it, a, it's a difference I, I, between superstar and star. Right. Like I think superstar is world internationally known throughout everywhere. You can walk down the street. Everybody know who Shaq is. You can you can just say Michael Jordan. People, everybody know who Michael Jordan is. You, if people know who Tom Brady. Those are superstars. But hold on, but hold on, but hold on. That wasn't the spot. I, it was a nine point criteria that I had right, for superstar. Right. Well, he I'm had AI kidding. had that point. The only point that he didn't have, which is why I didn't call him a superstar, was a championship. I, and I'm that's a that it was tough. That's fair. It it was tough, but I said, yo, a part of the, my criteria for being a superstar. Championship had to be up there. Mm -hmm. It just had to be up there. So that's what knocked AI for me out of my superstar criteria. It knocked a lot of other people out too, but that's what knocked AI out. I know how much AI meant to basketball. And believe me, I had I had people I ain't know saying, yo, who is this motherfucker Chris Gay saying uh, Allen <laughs> Iverson ain't a superstar? Like <laughs> they was coming at me. They was coming at me, but I said, listen, I created a criteria that we posted. We posted it yes, on what my criteria, what makes a superstar, because I do feel and I still feel that people in the NBA use superstar way too lightly. Oh, like this yeah. person's a superstar. This person's a superstar. And I'm like, or the yo. next big superstar. Yeah, I'll be like, yo, my mother don't watch basketball. She don't know the fuck that is. <laughs> but my, my mom knows who Shaq is. She knew who Kobe was. You know what I mean? She knew who, you know, she knew who Magic was. She knew who Jordan was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Like, people this and I, like, listen, this is, a, I'm a Trailblazers fan. I love Dame Lillard. Dame ain't no superstar. I mean, he's a superstar from a talent perspective. Yes. He's a superstar on the court, but he ain't no superstar. I'm sorry. I, has he, has Dame Lillard ever been on a late night talk show? Mm, I don't know. No, I don't think so. When you hear when when you hear people other than when do you hear people other than basketball sports fans bring up Damian Lillard? Mm, nowhere. I, that's I, that's what I'm saying. Like, and to me, hold on. And to me, that's a big part of being a superstar. That's like yeah. that's that's got to be in the part of the criteria of calling somebody a superstar. Yeah, that's true. Nah, it, it is true. Um, and I think you know we had talked about that because Chris called me one day. Well, he was hot. I'm tired of everybody calling people superstar. They're not a superstar. I'm going to lay on my plate and I'm going to show you what a superstar is. And that's what he did. So, Marquise, so when you get a chance, check that podcast out. That was like eight months ago. So, I'm, I'm sure you're like that. You can say, oh, yeah. my God. Chris G said, hey, I'm not a superstar. <laughs> but listen, that whole two days, people was going crazy. Uh, yo, you know, who we um, had? We had Mark Dark Mark. Dark yeah. Mark was, I, yo, I swear I felt like he was ready to jump out the phone and shoot me. <laughs> yeah, he, he the way he was looking at me, he was like, "Yo, fam, I can't even believe you talking basketball right now. You telling me AI ain't a superstar?" <laughs> he was tagging everybody just like Marquise was. <laughs> yeah, oh, you you else was tagging Hannibal. Hannibal, oh, take yo, this dude Chris said, I, "AI ain't a superstar," and everybody had these long, drawn out things on Facebook, <laughs> everything about why I'm an idiot. 
And I was just like, Chris was getting treated like freaking Stephen A, man. Damn, I was getting I treated like Stephen A. And I was just like, and I just said, listen, I'm gonna address this one more time. I'm gonna set my I was like, if you listen to my criteria, you will understand why AI isn't a superstar. Chris, why would it be your criteria when they just heard AI isn't a superstar? That's what they heard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also to to put gasoline on the fire like they always do, this motherfucker quit just posted, yo, Chris. AI not a superstar. He just that's the only part that he posts on Instagram or hey, Facebook. I posted what you said a little bit. Later, later. <laughs> the first thing you posted, AI ain't a superstar. Yeah, I said it. And that's what you post. Hey man. That's what you post. Like Charlemagne said, man, why would you want to hear the truth when it lies more entertaining, man? That's right. it. People want to hear that. He want to hear that. So oh man. Um Marquise. Now you now you've been trying to hit at the Lakers, man. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah go ahead. Oh, my. I think that everybody been trying to hit at the Lakers. Yo, this I, one of the um dudes that that I work with, he barely talked, but as soon as the Lakers lose, and mind you, he's a Knicks fan, by the way. Oh my hey, God. what's up with your Lakers? That's even what's worse. What's up with your Knicks? Huh? That's even worse, man. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yo, what, first of all, you got you got Kimber dropping 80 points, still losing. He remind me of remember when um Jamal Crawford was doing that for the Knicks? Poor, remember when he was dropping like 40 a night and the Knicks still was losing by like 20? <laughs> Yo, that's what Kimba's doing. Again, when when we talk about these coaching marquees, and then you can get back to Lakers. When you guys were talking about the Houston Rockets, who was their coach at the time? Uh, Mike D'Antoni. Exactly. Once again, an unproven coach who continues to get these hot jobs. And guess where he's sitting at right now? <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. No, we're not. No, no, no. Where's he at? We're not. He ain't no. coaching right now. He not oh, okay. But so last year he was with the Brooklyn last Nets. Last year. Yeah. So last year. But again, he gets these teams. He goes under the radar. Nobody talking about his ass. Same thing with Tibbs. Listen, I like Tibbs style. Maybe in the 90s, it would have worked. I'm just saying that, you know, after a while, man, we got to really start holding these coaches accountable because some of the shit we've seen, it's just, it just, it's just laughable. It really is. It really is. Then you talk about the Lakers. Marquise, I'm, I'm just going to let you go there, man. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just, you asked me what I think about the team. First of all, what I thought was going to happen. This is what I thought was going to happen. Cause I was being, um, I don't want to say optimistic, maybe opt to stupid. Same, same word. Sometimes I thought Russ was going to get up there and say, you know what? I'm tired of losing. I'm going to be a team player. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get my team to win. Now people said, well, but Russ goes out, he gives you what? 20 points and nah, nah, nah. but he gives you a hundred turnovers on top of that. Like, that's the problem. Thank like, you. I don't, I don't need your 40 points. If you're going to turn the ball over 50 times. Because now you just gave the team a, a potential of 80 points because of the turnover ratio. I thought that was that's what that what was going to happen. Now, when you're talking about some of these older players that just can't fit the team, yeah, man, it, it's it's been it's been it's been tough to watch. So right now, Chris, you know, I don't usually watch basketball until after the All Star game. Anyway, that's when it really counts. Anyway, to me. But I'm watching Lakers last night versus the Spurs. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. 
Oh. I'm like, yo. I'm like, listen, I love Mellow. Um, bye. Okay. <laughs> I already talking about Russ. Oh, wait, whoa. But when he was on Portland, you and Ruck trying to tell me every week, I told you Mellow still got it. I told you Mellow still got it. Yeah, he bring you a chip now? He <laughs> Mellow bring you a chip now? <laughs> Raymond B. Bennett, man. What's good, man? Peace, God. Yo, it's been a while, man. God, you love Raymond B. Bennett. He's always been a, you know. Happy listener. holidays, Ray. Happy holidays for real, to you, from man. The, from the jump. And, and, and yes, LeBron James and the All-Stars. That's what it is right now. It looks crazy, man. And and like he said, older players don't get better; they get old. Thank you, thank yes. you. That's yeah. true. Marquise, go ahead, take the floor, man. Cause I'm 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 just I'm just hurt. My 49ers stink. My Lakers stink. My Florida Gators stink. This must what it feels like to live in Cleveland. But go ahead, Marquise. <laughs> so, we are talking about the Lakers. Um, and let's just let's just say that LeBron retired as a Laker. I think LeBron has won his last championship in 2020. I think it's over. Mm-hmm. I believe that is over. Um, I, um, I'm not blaming him. He's I I per, I tell my friends all the time. I think LeBron is um is can play as Superman and they will still lose. It doesn't matter how great he plays because it. And I tell my friends all the time. It's not about LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's about the others like Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Malik Monk. I just don't think that that he have enough others to help him win a championship. They don't play defense. That's that's a big thing. They, they, they don't play defense. What is that with the Lakers? They, they don't even care about that. They don't, defense. They Old don't. people can't play defense. You've been to the park. Their <laughs> knees can't move that way. Hold on, hold on. I know, I know, I know Ruck didn't just comment. He putting cases on us. When we in, when in our chat, yes. we didn't try to tell him, Eight yo, times. what time is good? What time is good? Mm-hmm. I know Quentin called, and he said he putting cases on us. <laughs> this is unfathomable <laughs> to say the least. Good, good. Hold on, the link is getting sent. Rump, pick up, <laughs> pick up, Rump. <laughs> you know, you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Pick up, of course, you do. Of course, you do. <laughs> uh, but go ahead, Marquis. But Raymond B. Menace, he said they're not losing, they are getting blown out. Yes, that that is. Yeah, that that so they don't play defense. Um, and like I said, I don't believe that he LeBron has the supporting cast to help him. Um, I believe that Anthony Davis is lazy. I believe after he won his first championship, he is not playing up to standard. Okay, 24 and I know people are gonna say 24 and 10. That's good, that's good, but that's not good enough for Anthony Davis. And that's and that's how I'm and that's how I'm looking at it. And when you look at the rosters, I don't see how Russell Westbrook and these other players compliment LeBron. LeBron is more successful when he's playing with a, with shooters and great wing and perimeter defenders. The Lakers don't don't have the great shooters and they don't also have the great defenders as well. Mm. So I think um I think Frank Vogel before the end of the season ends he's going he's going to be fired as well. Um, <laughs> I, I seriously do. I think that he's a horrible coach. Um he as was he a, should. He's a defensive minded coach and I also think that he's not holding up to his standards as a coach. And that's the only reason why he's a great coach because of the defensive mind that he has. But the Lakers are not obviously not playing defense. Y'all, y'all see. I walk. <laughs> They're not guarding nobody out there. So um yeah, when I take a look at all that, man, I don't even honestly, this might be a hot take. I don't think the Lakers even want to make the playoffs as of right now. I personally don't believe that. Shit, well, the way they playing, I mean. That's not far fetched. Who, who's the dude on the Spurs last year? I mean, last night. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bates. What? I don't know his name. I don't know him. I don't it know. Do, listen, it don't matter because the way the Lakers play, one of us can go out there and have a good game. 
That's how they, you know what I mean? That's how they is. Now, Raymond you know B. Hold on. Said, but before you go, I want to say something. And then I think this is more, this is a bigger story than the Lakers stinking. Uh-oh. It's about the Lakers. It's about LeBron. Okay. This is the first time that I've seen LeBron on a stinky team, and he's been on a lot of them, not be able to overcome. Mm-hmm. And he's been on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them early Cleveland teams with Junis Elgowskis and, <laughs> and, and Booby Gibson, Booby Gibson. And, 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 and Mo Williams and the, and the, and the crew. Delonte them teams, Delonte West, them teams sucked. Them teams stunk. Danielle Marshall. Look, Danielle Marshall. Um, and he had a uh, he had Carlos Boozer for a quick second yeah. before he went out to for, to Utah. But Darius Miles, Darius Miles, them teams stunk. <laughs> but LeBron was so good, mm-hmm. he was able to overcome. And it's been like that. I mean, even his last year in Cleveland, when Kevin Love was whatever Kevin Love was, and he running out there with uh, J.R. Smith and Amon Shumpert and and uh, 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 Tristan Thompson. And he got them all the way. He got them to within a J.R. Smith mistake of winning the first game of the NBA Finals with a fully loaded Golden State Warriors team. Exactly. You know the meme. You know the meme. That's what, oh, Lord Jesus. Here he is. Here he is. And he's not even on camera. I'm putting cases. <laughs> oh, no. You. Chris, I don't want to hear it. Chris, he getting fine, man. Stupid program. He getting fine. <laughs> I said, yo. So I said, yo, we're rock. He said, man, I, I hit him up, man. He, I, he, I guess he, he forgot about us, man. He don't fuck with us no more. Yeah, yeah, man. He started. Y'all gonna he, do this to me? He start. He start being the GM Chris. like LeBron. Okay, okay. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Okay. There, there, there he is. Go. There you go. Hold on. He got an afro now? It's just so long. <laughs> it's just so long. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had an afro. I said, damn, ain't you on me in a minute? I said, I said, I know Ruck. I said, I know Ruck ain't working today. He getting on today. No. It, seriously, I was working. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, man? Damn, good to see you, man. This the, this the new slave shit, man. So yeah, they had they had your boy working today, and and I got to work tomorrow. Damn! Uh, look at you, look at you. You sound like Ooh. LeBron right about now. Yeah, you do sound like LeBron right now. <laughs> working for the league. <laughs> I don't want no parts, yo. Uh, All right, so we we got you on. We got you on. So <laughs> before you talk about Jim, the Jim, Lakers, be- before you before you talk about the Lakers. I need you to settle something between me and MJ. Okay. Between between Phoenix and Golden State. Who you got and why? Fully healthy now. Fully healthy. Both teams fully healthy. Full, fully healthy, Golden State. Oh man. Fully healthy, Golden State. Be, because and and because they've been there, and because they now look themselves. They look actually more dangerous, and they're still rounding in shape. I mean, we're going to see what it is tomorrow with Golden State and Phoenix, but just understand, even in tomorrow's game, Golden State is still not at full full strength. And 
I still expect Golden State to win tomorrow. Mm. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Golden State that everybody is discounting, right? Their bench looks like the championship run benches. I mean, and I'm not just talking about because Iggy's there, but I'm talking about you got what, what's this? How you name do it again, Chris? Belita, something like that. I can't hear you, Chris. It's uh, uh, Nimenya Belita. Belita, you got Iggy there. You got Otto Porter Jr. You what a resurgence from Otto Porter Jr. I thought at, him. at some point, at some point, you will have Wiseman back. At some point, you'll have Clay back. And and the, the crazy thing about that is it makes your bench better because you get to put a Jordan Poole in that second line mm. that has proven that he's something different. Now you have, and even if people wanted to poke holes with, like, say, Iggy, you have another wing defender in Gary Payton Jr. I'm about That's to say. Mm. Speaking of juniors, man. You still got Dre. You, Don't forget you still, about my boy Juan Toscano. I mean, you're talking about Toscano. You're talking about Lee. Don't forget about Looney. I mean, you, you're talking about a team that has championship pedigree throughout. And I, I would say, even in the un, unanimous MVP season, Steph is playing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Yes, so he is. so the, the question becomes, what do you do? Because I know what to do with Phoenix if Booker's not off on the court. I know what to do with them. I, you know what? I know what to do with them when he is on the court. But what do you do with Golden State? Mm. Even right. with Steph having bad bad shooting nights like he did in New York, like what do you do with them when he's shooting bad but Jordan Poole is on? Draymond's hitting jump shots. They're controlling the boards. They're locking down the wings. And listen, don't even don't even get me to talking about how Andrew Wiggins has made niggas understand that he's real. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. real. So, so what do you do? But Ruck, but Ruck, didn't we say this? We said this when Wiggins first got there. We said Wiggins will be a different player when he don't got to be the number one. When he's the number two and the number three, it'll be like, wait a minute. This dude, yeah. it's hard to be a number one. Listen, it's hard to listen. be a number one receiver, when, number one quarterback. When, when it's he, tough. When he is the unquestioned number three that can just go out there and get you a couple sports center highlights, watch out. Mm-hmm. You seen the penny move, mm. right? So, so let's not let's not act like again in the Western Conference that not only has this team still been one of the dominant teams over the last five to seven years, but even in their down years, you still saw what the possibilities are. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, <laughs> do well you, if, if you're the, if you're the, and, and here's the other thing. I know I, I heard that you guys are talking about the Lakers, but even that, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I always have a belief about veteran teams, right? At some point they figure something out and they find some type of group, so right? Parents- the, I mean, Phoenix is it's going to be a different out than it was last year for the Lakers. Like, let them get healthy. Let AD act like he really from Chicago. Like, like who talking about Chief Key? 
it's some things that can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so Phoenix is strong. Undoubtedly, they're strong, right? But again, looking at their team coming off a championship run, the one question that you always ask is, what did they do to adjust and get over the hump? Mm-hmm. And where's Phoenix at? Because the roster looks eerily similar to last year. Mm. Marquise? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, again, I'm still putting cases on all you. Why is that? Because of Melo? No, because Jimmy Garoppolo, you got a oh. red sweatshirt on. He stinks. Marquise, Marquise ain't telling nobody about the ugly sweater party. <laughs> and, 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 Chris, and Chris is just my dude, so I'm still putting cases on everybody. <laughs> You ain't absolved from this, Chris. I'm gonna tell you right now, Marquis. Sorry to say this. Um, uh, so Aaron says, Suns are tough. Warriors versus Sun Western Conference Finals. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why the Warriors are gonna lose because Aaron Scott Fleming is rooting for the Warriors. That's why. Oh, that's a, Aaron is a Warrior <laughs> fan, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, please. He's he's about as much as a Warrior fan as I'm a Lakers fan. Okay. <laughs> so okay. yeah, he. It's but right. anything he touch, <laughs> just crumbles so well look I, i'm gonna be like i'm more on obviously i'm more on ruck side of camp now mj brings up good points about phoenix defensively mm-hmm. devin booker wise like i, I can't poo poo those points that's why I, I wouldn't be surprised i would pick the warriors but i wouldn't be surprised if phoenix was able to win as well uh, they are that good and i do think it's still close from a from a talent perspective I think Phoenix has more of the youth where Warriors have more of the experience. So it's close. Where I totally, where I get off the bandwagon with MJ is that the whole Steph not in big moments thing. That was the part that I just disagree. See? He broke up the moments that Rob Parker and Skip Bayless broke up. Bring up. He broke up the the, the, the 2019 game six against Toronto, he brings up um, the, the 3-1 comeback, the 3-1 comeback, and then he brings up that they struggled when uh, LeBron was second best player was Matthew Dellavedova when they was young and it was their first uh, final. Those are the three. That's his three. That's his three. Okay. We can't hear you, Rock. You know what that feel like? When, when you had your little brother and your little cousin around you all the time, so you put them up on game about girls, and, and then they bring one home, and you like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got from all the conversations you had? Of course. Of course. Wow. He young. He young. Sheesh. Well, look, look, but, I, but like I told when he said it, I said, yo, you want to know. No, he, there is a there is a uh, – there's a, a small contingent of fans who do feel like Steph ain't it. Like Steph, not that. Let me not say that because I don't think he don't think Steph ain't it. But Steph in big moments, By like himself. that he's that like he's never had big moments. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like when I hear like Rob Parker, Skip Bayless, there's a few uh, Max Kellerman, and y'all know mm-hmm. how much I fucks with Max Kellerman. They always seem to think like yeah, I don't know if he can make a big shot like. He never made a buzzer beater. Like he's never made like people act like the Oklahoma's thunder shot don't exist. Like people Yo, you, are like the you, world didn't watch that game. 
you you know what it you know what it is you it, it, and this is just my opinion but this is what I think it is for whatever the reason not only sports pundits but fans they they love to be in love with players that are a bigger physical stature than themselves mm-hmm. right like because Steph is not 6'9 he's never going to get to just do it doesn't look great Right. In some senses. Right. right. It's just the same thing. Like they they downplay Steph just like they downplayed Iverson. Right. They downplayed Iverson just like they downplayed Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, that's that's what it is with with Steph. But the crazy thing is, as much as that we've even talked and, and I've lamented myself and in, in, in giving into quits constant berating about LeBron, about where LeBron will be at the end of the day when he decides to hang it up, just stats-wise, right? Is anybody really paying attention to where Steph Curry will be when he's finished shooting the ball? No, Ruck, no, Ruck, no, Ruck, no, no. People don't understand that. No, are people understanding where everyone else will be when he gets done? Like, like, here it is, uh, again... Not only is this dude a generational talent, but he he almost had the same impact at some point that Iverson had. He has changed the way basketball is played. And, and here's the crazy thing that, it again, goes to the point that Draymond made earlier in the year with his podcast. He's a stone-cold killer. You think he looks sweet. He is a stone-cold killer. You, and he wants that. You and know, then, on top of it, don't let them win the championship this year. What? What? You know what it reminds me of? Everybody that bit? said they was done? You know That's what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, and, and just follow me here, kind of like Jerry Rice. Like when people talk about some of the greats, like Jay, people know Jerry Rice is good, but it's like, yeah, but they still throw everybody else in. It's like, yeah, he's good, but it's like, no, but do you understand what he's no. doing? Do you understand his numbers? That's how it people, was. Stuff. People don't. Just like they they had a, they, you know, I was watching all the smoke when they had the, um, with Jalen Roses on there, and they talked about it. I think it's, it's very true. Could you imagine Allen Iverson in today's game? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Where, where you, where I'm talking about, we can go raw AI to in his prime AI to polished AI that you can't touch him. Mm-hmm. What? Right. And so again, it's like when you talk about Steph. I mean, just look at the. No, his 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 forty four is way different than anybody else's regular forty four. His fifty piece is way different than the Giannis fifty piece. It's well, different. But you know why it's, it's different because, and this is why I never like hark on Steph when he struggles, because he does struggle. At six three, everything Steph do on the basketball court is pure skill, and it, it's he can't. It's nothing brute that he could do. He can't go well. I can always get this bucket. Everything he do is pure skill. Yep. So when he's on, it's the most beautiful. It's why Steph. It's why Steph and old. Fucking crazy Kyrie are the best shows in basketball. 
Absolutely. Because it's, it's so much skill in what they do. When they go off, it looks like the most beautiful thing or artwork you've ever seen. See, Kevin Durant, even though his game is mostly skill, he's still 6'11", so he can always get to his spot. First of all, he's seven feet. Shoot. You're right. He's he seven do, feet. And he can do whatever he want to do. He can do whatever he want to do. Honest, yeah. Even if he struggles, he and it's not really his game, he could play brute force if he wanted to. He can still get there. He can still, you know what? Get me the ball down low. I'm still seven feet tall. I can get close to the back of the get something easy. Stephen Kyrie can't do that. They got to break you down off the dribble to get a driving lane to get to the basket. Then they got to put some crazy finish on it because they got a bunch of trees in the middle trying to block it. So every shot that they do look pretty. Every shot is high arcing. Every it, layup is crazy. It just looks too think good. Think about this too, Chris. Like even going to Chris's point, right? They're never doing it against guys their size. Mm-hmm. Nope. They're never Not. doing it against guys their size. Every team, just like Phoenix, Phoenix is going to put uh, the young boy from Philly. Bridges. They're going to put Bridges. Bridges. On. Yeah. He's bigger. And guess what Steph is going to make him look like? Boop, boop. And he's a solid defender. You then know he, he did it to so, Dylan Brooks last night. Dylan Brooks, 6'7", and he dropped 46 on his head last night. On his head. And I'm talking on his about head. There's, there's one play that he's he's dribbling around not only Dylan Brooks, but I think Jaron Jackson had came out and challenged. Then he's dropping it off. He's relocating to the other side of the floor. He fakes it, get it. And then he shoots a 40-footer. What are you going to do? What what are you going to do? So I don't know. I I but I but I do want to just my my side piece about the Lakers is <laughs> again, veteran teams will figure it out. They they will get some type of rhythm. Well, right. So so we got um let me see here. Remy B. Bennett said he can't stay healthy. No, that that's it right there. But but you know what? I here's the other thing. I think some of these injuries too. Listen, man, I always heard you know when I played, when I watched sports, and especially from my era, like y'all say, nineteen thirty three. It's either <laughs> it's either it's either you hurt or you injured. Right. Yeah. I seen many of my many of the stars in my day play hurt. I don't understand how Anthony Davis and some of these other guys can't play. I mean, can't he twists his ankle pretty bad, though. Mm. But here's the thing. Come come in in shape. Come mm. in in shape. How, how hard is that to do for a hard. professional? Because, again, for me, stuff like that, and this is probably the struggle that LeBron is having, right, with the Lakers, and y'all could talk whatever y'all want to talk. There's only one other person on the Lakers' current roster that has the same mentality as Bron, and that's Russ. Mm, I agree. The only one. Nobody else is willing to just go get it. You're right. So, I wish he could go get it and be successful at it, but yes, you're right. Russell is the only other. <laughs> I, know he, I know he feels that way. He don't play that way, but I know he feels that way. You're right about that. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I think this is the the... I mean, even for him, too, this it's the adjustment period. But, again, I, I think my problem with the Lakers isn't even really – it's on the floor. The games that I watch, I haven't seen any adjustment from Frank Vogel. <laughs> mm, that, so, so that 
that's my pinpoint because if some of these lineups ain't working, take these dudes out the game. Well, why I are they still in the game? I think that that's what Marquise was about to allude to. He he was saying, you know, Frank Vogel like needs to go. Listen, the worst thing that the Lakers did in the offseason was let Jason Kidd go. Yes. Yes. I just knew because, he was going to be next up. Man. Because it, and, and here's the thing. The guys on the team want to play for him. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lot going on in L.A., but, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I, me, and I know the conversations that I had with my brother Chris, we believe if you don't know how to hyphy, you ain't getting to the to the Western Conference Finals. If you don't if you don't listen to E forty, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hey. By the way, nobody can uh, mess with JC Universes. I'll throw that out there too. All right. So since y'all here, since y'all both, since y'all Jay Z stands is both here, I never disagreed. This is why I was such team terror, <laughs> and this is why I was such team terror. And I, I was telling the quite this last night. I agree. I think anybody in the verses with Jay Z will lose. Here's why I get off the. Here's why I get off the train with y'all, acting like you can't find another artist to give you a hard twenty. Pause. There's a bunch of artists. <laughs> There's a bunch of artists that got 20 hits, man. That will be competitive. Because it was like Quet and, and Myra was talking last night. It was like, yeah, they'll start playing this. But five songs in, you'll be tired of their stuff. You won't be tired of JC. Stop it. Hey, Busta Rhymes. Hey. Here's the thing. Busta Rhymes can't beat Jay-Z in a versus. But Busta Rhymes can give you 20 that's going to have you yeah, in that yeah, yeah, vacuum. Yeah, yeah. That's going to sure. be like, yo, that was a competitive. That was a com- sure. That was my only point of why I wasn't agreeing with y'all yo, stands. So, so here, like, in so the disrespect the, to my nod, I ain't even going to get on. Here, here's the thing, just to wrap it up, right? Amon Shepard was on, on, a, on a podcast, right? He's talking yeah. about Kobe when he played for the Knicks. So he said he was killing Kobe Tommy. the whole game. Yeah. Right? I know what I know he's talking about. The beginning of the fourth quarter, he's like, yo, man, you had a good game. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. Yeah. Like, Hope can literally sit there and be like, mm-hmm. yo, yo, <laughs> that was cute. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, I, I, and I agree with you. There'll be a that. point where it'll be a point where he could turn it on. But I'm just saying, before he get to the turn it on point, them three quarters, it ain't gonna be no straight. It's just too many art. If it was a is to win. No, no, here's the thing, and I think y'all would have been right. You right, but I think y'all point that y'all was trying to make would have been right if verses was forty songs. See, now that's a bit tougher. Yeah, and Jay Z got a strong forty. He got a strong forty. As a matter of fact, he probably got a strong sixty. <laughs> he probably got a strong sixty. Honestly, and yeah, that's where. Just being real, and that's where he would separate himself. But versus ain't sixty; it's twenty. All right, yeah. it's twenty, so, so and then twenty. So Chris, you can get people this, back. Right? Here's the other thing. Just like Jay said, I don't think there's nobody that can get on the stage with Buster. Even if we're talking about levels, who stands next to him for twenty? Missy, Missy, Missy. Well, yeah, we 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 talked about Missy, Missy. 
And you're right. Listen, It'd be hard it, to stand next to Buster because of his performance. But you know what Buster makes me think of? Buster makes me think of Jadakiss because I know everybody thought Jadakiss was had bars. That, that, that was never a debate. But what separated the locks and Dipset, what separated uh, 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 Kiss and Fab was Kiss know how to put on a show. Yeah. Okay, and and thank, and that's also a thing you, about Diddy. verses. Thank you, that, Diddy. And that's also a thing about verses. There's been a there's been a few verses where people should have won. They had the better songs, but when you performing them live and how you move the crowd and how you present, play it, it makes the song feel different. It yeah. just does. And if I'm not saying Jay Z not a good performer, I'm not saying that. I'm saying Jay Z next to Busta Rhymes on the stage. It's, it's different. Two totally different styles. Totally different things. Yep. Yeah. Now you're right. I Absolutely mean, listen, right. You, I you are you are definitely right, Chris. We're not saying that you're not right, but we yo, are. Yo, oh, that right. night you was though. That night you was though. Okay. Yeah, you <laughs> that night you ain't, you and your girl, you and your fiance ain't were here nothing. Oh no. man. Listen, you know what it was? It was just it, it was just it was just the stuff that people were saying, man. It was you know you know I like to start trouble too sometimes online. Oh, but I know. mean, all, the, stuff, all the time. Never, never, never at all. But what I'm saying is, some of the stuff I was saying, I'm like, people are like, yo, Jay Z, whack. I'm like, just say you don't like Jay Z. That's it. Like you, like come, like I don't like Two Chains. I mean, I mean, uh, let me say, I don't like Future's music, but I'm not gonna say he's whack because I know that he knows how to put out music. You know what I mean? Like it, he's not for me, but he's okay. not whack. Okay. No. And that's what I was really defending. But also, like I said, Chris, it was like when Floyd Mayweather was in his prime. You know, we already know what's gonna happen. You. You hope that he's gonna get knocked out, but you know how it's gonna end. And if you and if you hate Floyd Mayweather, you're going to watch because you're gonna find a moment when Floyd looked bad and says, "See, there's a chink in his armor," and then Floyd's gonna win. And and, and that's what. You hey, do. yo, listen, man. When when we gonna talk about the NFL MVP, Jonathan Taylor? How, when we gonna talk about that? Well, we already talked about NFL. I mean, that's what like, I'm here for. We, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. In, Jonathan done, Taylor, yeah. Uh, Fifty yeah. versus Jonathan Travis. Taylor. Oh. We can't hear you, Chris. Uh, Keith was saying something. I couldn't hear him. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> you weren't saying nothing. <laughs> What'd you say? Skip. Skip. He wasn't saying nothing. Tom Brady? Tom Brady. For MVP? Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Oh. I'm with you. Oh. And y'all know I hate Tom Brady. I'm with you. Oh. Chris, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Christopher... Aloquacious Matthew Gay did not just say that. <laughs> all right. First of all, <laughs> all right. First of all, if you gonna give my middle name is ghetto enough, Gerard. Now like, you can give you can do okay. my real middle. Okay? No, at least it's not Jerome. That's not bad. That's <laughs> true. Look at, Look at Ruck. Hold on. I'm gonna, finish, you... I'm gonna finish the rest as Kodak Black. <laughs> Put them gold fronts in. I need them gold fronts in. Here's the thing. What did you just say? Hold on, wait. I want more keys to go. Tell I'm, me I'm, why. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with keys on this one. Why is Tom Brady always? I mean, the MVP of this year. I only got one simple answer. He's forty. He's doing. He's doing the things that he's doing at age of forty-four, and he's winning without a full healthy roster as well. But his offensive weapons, and that's why I think with AB being out, Mike Evans is in and out of the lineup. Uh, Gronk. Um, I think that he made a huge case to win um, MVP. You know, to still throw the ball how he's throwing it at 44 and to still stay sharp as ever, I think that um, that correlates that he should be an MVP can candidate. 
or the favorite to win MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Now, Chris, I, what, what I, is your what is your take on Tom Brady? Listen, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. I'm <clears> sorry, <throat> and as much and and, and, and as much as I want to give it to AA Ron, my favorite player in the NFL right now, hmm. Brady got almost a thousand more yards passing. And he's got like ten more touchdowns. I'm I, I I'm giving it to Brady, man. I don't want to. Will nothing make me happier than if Aaron Rodgers continues to surge and Tom Brady continues to dip? Those things would make me happy. But I'm just if if the if the voting was right now today, his numbers is too good. His numbers is too good. I, I got to give it to Brady, and I don't want to. This is begrudgingly, but I got to. And, and and Marquette, we talked we talked about that too. The, he was supposed to pull up the cliff from what Max Kellerman said after that series they faced. Um, what, what series did they face? Oh, the um, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The cliff then that was like about what three four years ago. Yeah, it was supposed Bowl. to be forty. Yeah, it was supposed to be forty. You hit the cliff. Right. And he still had numbers in that game. He still he put up numbers. Stars. And he still put up numbers. And then. He goes to win another Super Bowl. Now his okay, that Super Bowl was probably one of his, you know, lackluster Super Bowls, but he got it done. And then he goes to another team who probably wouldn't even made the playoffs without him. Again, when you're talking about veteran leadership, like Ruck is saying, when you have someone that knows how to win, it rubs off on everybody. Mm. It rubs off on everybody. And that's what I don't think, you know, like I said, Ruck was saying, and and you know, he's always been right and he's right. When you have a proven winner and someone that knows how to win, you are going to play for them. Not only that, but his position as the quarterback, that's the captain of the team. When you have a winning quarterback and Tom Brady at that, a future Hall of Famer, you're like, okay, what do I need to do to make this, you know, win? Not only that, but then he brings in Gronk. And then Gronk says, I'm looking like I never stopped playing either. That's I mean, that's when you're talking about, you know, having a good team. And also, it also rubbed off on that defense. Having oh, him, yeah. that defense like, hey, Tom, what do we need? Again, is he going to play defense? No. But again, having that veteran leadership. The only thing that scares me about the Bucks is with the rash of injuries that they have right now, can they survive the last mm-hmm. three weeks of the season? That's what Marquise is asking too, right? Like, because Maybe then, because then what it's going to be is they're going to look at the the capsule of the regular season and say, okay, where did they finish oh, up? Oh. And, and I'm not even saying this just as a as a, a homer and a Packers fan, but if the record is better, right, mm-hmm. and and they have comparable numbers, mm-hmm. you know, some people are going to get denied. I jumped out the window on the on the Jonathan Taylor thing. Because mm-hmm. how he has played, oh yeah. Not only does he look like he's back in Wisconsin, but the last time that we really seen dominating performances like this out of a running back, with the exception of Derrick Henry, right, was like where it had this kind of feel was like when Gurley was the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think what he's doing in Indianapolis should. I mean, you you got to give him some consideration. I don't where think is Todd Gurley, but huh? where's where Todd Gurley? Atlanta? Nah, he ain't in Atlanta no, no more. He's not. He's, no, he's, nah, not, he's, not, on, he's not on anybody's roster. No, he's in Atlanta. 
He's in Atlanta. Oh, all right. Well, oh yeah, he's yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he probably yeah. uh he probably at uh Strokers right now. Um, Yo, it's wild because I've seen the wings. I've seen like running backs dive quickly because you know it's just it's the nature of the position. Right. It, it, it's not a it's not a indictment on how good of a player they were. It's just you're in a position where you get hit a lot. <coughs> and plus the offensive schemes that they use now is more of a you know right you and, know spread. And he already had an injury history, so it's not the you know I'm never surprised about a, a running back's fall from grace. But God, man, that was fast. Yeah, that was. Well, well, you know what? The other thing with Gurley, too, that, you know, I, I give him a little leeway in it. Like, he had he had career-ending injuries in college. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. Like, like remember, what was, what was the back's name from uh, South Carolina? Was that Marcus Lattimore? Marcus Lattimore, yeah. Right? He had that type of stuff at yeah. Georgia. So even to see him come into the league and get to where he got, like, listen, I mean, it ain't no shame in it, young man. Take your money here and, and do your thing. Get oh hell yeah, get that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it, you know what? But then, but then you watch that, right? And then you, you root for him. Then also, him and Nick Chubb was in the same backfield too. And Nick Chubb's also had a career, could possibly had a career-ending injury, too. So you look at that backfield and you see them still playing. And but I, but I think Nick Chubb was built a little bit different mm. physically, physically. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think, you know, I think that that goes into a lot of, of what we're talking about, too. Um, but, you know, I mean, you take, it, you take it for what it is. Like, it's a violent sport. You're, you're going to – your body's going to go through some things. Um, I just I just hope – because I think what we've seen along with CCE is that we've seen a lot of players develop other physical disabilities, like, yeah, you know, rest in peace to, to you know, to uh, Demarius Thomas. But, I, you know, from the reports that I heard, he he had developed seizures. Yeah. Well, that was from a car accident, yeah, though. Yeah, I was going to say, that was from a car accident. He had a really, really bad car accident that gave him seizures. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff that that goes on, but I think the season has been been good. I think what's starting to happen is people are starting to catch they again dangerous thing catching a rhythm. Are the are the, the Chiefs, Chiefs catching they they win right now? They second win. Yes, if they are. Give them an opportunity to get up off the mat. Yes, that, they did. that does not look good. And I'll tell you this: one of the most underrated things that that happened for the Chiefs that nobody talks about because it was during the period they were struggling, they were able to add Melvin Ingram. Mm. They were able to add another knockout pass rusher to that, to the other side of Frank Clark. To, you know, like that's uh, Chiefs may be dangerous, man. Well, hopefully I could get what I should have got last year, which is what I want this year, which is Packers Chiefs. That's what I want. In the Super Bowl. That's what I want. That's what I want. Listen, to again, before don't nobody I want to see that. Don't nobody want the demise of Tom Brady more than this guy. Okay? <laughs> I can't stand him. He did you a favor, it, it has been documented on this show who is my GOAT because it ain't Tom Brady. Sorry to hear that. Please don't be one. Uh, 
Yeah, he is. He is. I'm, I'm team big forehead over here, okay? <laughs> all right? Yeah. It's all about 18 yeah. over here. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The records, the longevity <laughs> records that uh, Tom Brady is breaking, Peyton Manning had them five, six years ago, okay? And still only had a, one two Bowl. Oh. <laughs> First of all, got two. <laughs> Got two. No, no, no. You said years ago. Still only have one. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Five years ago. Five years ago. Oh, yeah. He got it's two. 2016. Okay. He got oh. two. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He, what? He had 102 yards and one interception at Super Bowl. All right. All right. Let's, let's go look at Tom Brady's first three uh, Super Bowls. <laughs> A bunch of trash bags, which he was throwing out. And that defense, uh, uh, Lawyer Malloy and Willis McGinnis. And um uh, uh, uh Vincent Wilford. How many super I said those, I said those first three he got carried. The, whatever. Those first three he got carried. No, no. First Adam, of all, Adam Vinatieri. No. First of all, Vinatieri. you shouldn't even have been in the first one because that tuck rule game with the Raiders was straight bullshit. All right, <laughs> straight bullshit. Shouldn't even have been there. Got my kids laughing because I said bullshit. <laughs> You do head. <laughs> you a doodle head. Daddy said doodle head. Nah, they go. They daddy said bullshit. Nah, uh, they, that first one with the Raiders, trash. Y'all got gifted. Y'all got gifted the uh uh, uh Carolina one. Uh-huh. Yeah, Carolina Panther ones got gifted that one because so Carolina shouldn't have been y'all there. I got to see Jenna Jack and titties. Thank Tom Brady. But go ahead, finish that. No, no. Thank Justin Timberlake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you think Justin Timberlake, all right? Excuse and, me, excuse me. It, um, the black delegation would like to drive Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yes, we would. Yes, we would. Nah. But so he with us. Nah. So, nah, we're gonna trade him because he left Jana dry, high and dry, man. Shit, I would have left her too. Shit, you're about to ruin my career <laughs> for them old ass titties. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't no one. No one new titties. It was old titties. Hey, I ain't. Hey, Chris, hey, Chris. Huh? I wish I had two more hands to get him joints. <laughs> hey, just to oh, say so you said it. Oh, but yeah. Just saying. Just saying. But no, it, it, it's just Tom Brady got carried his first three Super Bowls. I'm sorry. I, I know. Give me the position to win. Come on, stop it. No, that defense put the team in the position to win, and he just ain't have to fuck up. Now, with that being said, listen, with that being said, he did have his moments in Super Bowls more than anybody else. He's been to so many. All right? So he had his moments where he was the best player on the field in those Super Bowls. I'll give him the Philly one. I'll give him the Seattle one. I'll give him the – um. did I say I give him the Philly one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know what happened there. Philly, Philly. Um, but oh, I'll give him. Falcons? I'm talking about the first Philly one, though. I'm talking about the. No, I'm talking about the first with To okay, and right. Donovan McNabb. Right. The first Philly one. Also, I'll give him that. Falcons? I'll give him the Falcons. I told. I told y'all that. Yes, you the did. box. I told you that. Um, who did they? Oh, the Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Rams. That was you know. Eh. Nah, he's not gonna give him the Chiefs. He not because he, he gonna say that the defense carried him. That's what he's gonna say. He's gonna say the defense carried him. Yeah, they did. They did. But they still, did. though. But hey, man. Hey, he got it. Seven. It don't matter. It ain't like his. It ain't like his Robert Ori or something. Like Tom Brady earned a Super Bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow I'm down on disrespect to Robert Ori. Listen, I'm just saying. Like, listen, I love Robert Ori. I think he's a great player. But 
I'm just saying. But uh, but listen, fellas, I do have to go. Um, before we go, Marquise, did you want to say anything? Any parting words before you go here, sir? <laughs> um, I meant to, I want to ask y'all a question about um Kyrie Irving. So, what's y'all take on Kyrie Irving? Yes, he's crazy. Okay, <laughs> I don't. Let, no, let no, that I, black I, man play. I would let say that black man play. I, I, I listen. I gotta say this begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, <laughs> I agree with Stephen A. Smith on all his points on Kyrie Irving. Thank you. I, 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 yes, I am. I am. Yo, he is a detriment to his team, to basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm all for standing your beliefs. I don't have a problem with Kyrie not wanting to get vaccinated. That is your personal choice. It's a bad one, but you people make bad choices every day. I'm not going to fight Kyrie on his choice not to get vaccinated. But I am in total agreement. You the one who got everybody there. Mm. People are in Brooklyn because of you. And for you to leave everybody high and dry because you're talking about you giving a voice to the voiceless, but we ain't heard from you since you said you're not taking it. I don't know what voice to the voiceless you, you, you giving out here. He's a weirdo. I'm embarrassed he went to Duke. I told y'all he was a weirdo. I told you him and Kevin Durant was going to be weird together because they both weirdos. And this just, to me, it just puts everything that I thought in the perspective. Yep, I figured it. I figured something. I, listen, I didn't think it was going to be COVID, but I just said but, two weirdos but, can't, but can't work together. Everywhere Kyrie went, he has been a cancer. He has been an issue. Yes. Yeah, Everywhere. he's an issue. He left Cleveland because he said, you know, me and LeBron can get along. Basically, we said, we can't have two superstars on the same team. We can't cohabitate. Black power. Then he goes to Boston, who was <laughs> really good, already primed to be contenders in the East, possibly go to the championship. And here this motherfucker come. Putting, putting fucking sugar in grits. What are you doing? We don't need that shit. Destroy I, I, that. I like, I like sugar and grits. But you're cool, Ruck, so you're straight. Um, <laughs> then, then he destroys Boston. Okay, they still destroys picking Boston. up the pieces. Then he goes to New York, and not the Knicks, because he should have went to the Knicks. But whatever, get everybody all in the hype and in the frenzy. Oh my God, we got Kyrie. Then he goes to get KD with him. Then he gets James Harden, and now what? Everywhere he's went, he has he has been a cancer. But like hold on. But 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 quiet, but because I know Ruck about to go in. But here's my thing with him, especially with this particular situation. He's mad at the team. The team is not the state of New York who mandated this. Right. I don't care. I don't care if Brooklyn and I know they. I know that they didn't. But I don't care if Brooklyn said to him, "We won't ever hold anything you do responsible with COVID. Don't worry about it." I know, and I know they didn't say that to him, but even if they did, there's nothing they could do if the state of New York mm-hmm. says for for events like this, everybody got to be vaccinated. There's nothing. They, so even if they did say that lie to you, you have to understand, you have to be coherent enough to realize that there's nothing that you or Brooklyn can do about that. Chris, Chris, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Right, even if it wasn't COVID, even if everybody was free of any disease, Kyrie would have found something. He would have found Kyrie something. Kyrie would have said that Brooklyn ain't what it used to be because I used to listen to the Jay Z albums, and I'm not. I, I don't see the old 560 State Street across the street. That's not mm-hmm. why I came here. He would have found something. I don't. I why can't I go to the old Abbey Square Mall? 
I don't want to be here. I why they don't take like how Brooklyn look? Why they and, take juniors off of Flatbush? Yeah, he would have right. came up with something. He would have came up with something. He would have found something. Kyrie has been a cancer. Kyrie had listen, and I have been very supportive of Kyrie for years, but god damn it, he is very egotistical. This is very narcissistic traits that he is showing. He, if it ain't his way, true, he don't want a it. True narcissist. How can you say I couldn't play with LeBron James, but then go to play with KD? How? Yeah. How? Because he's a narcissist, and KD is too. Yeah. Yes, like, this is true. Yes, he is too. But, like, but here's the difference, though. But a KD functional narcissist, though. Right, exactly. Yeah. A functional yeah. narcissist who loves basketball. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would never, ever debate that Kyrie, I mean, that Kevin Durant don't love that. He is a hooper's hooper. I don't know mm. that to be true for Kyrie. You mm. know what it's like? It's like someone, two people that do crack, right? A functioning crackhead and, and, and somebody that does crack. Follow me here. The one that does crack, I'm not calling Katie a crackhead. I'm just, it's an analogy. Katie, you are, but go ahead. Go ahead. Day. Go ahead. We got you. We would just up for work every day. <laughs> yeah, we don't like his habits when you talking in, in comparison about him being a weirdo. We don't like all that shit, but guess what? You know when he comes out, he's going to play ball. That's it. Kyrie, on the other hand, he the crackhead that steals. He don't want to work. <laughs> and it's everybody's fault that he's on crack, but his. No, Kyrie, it's time for you to get off the shit and get some help. But no, because of his potential and what, he, and what we know that he could be, we still, well, you know, that's sudden such baby boy. You know, he got a hard yeah. time. No, I, mean, I I just want to say publicly I agree with you. Like this is this is his doing. Um, he Sad. deserves all this heat and backlash that he's getting for the choices that he himself made. So like I don't have nothing to say. I did want to talk about the cancer that is Tom Thibodeau and how he doing my boy Kimber dirty. But oh, like, we already you know, talked about him. Go we'll ahead. Save that for, we'll save that for another show. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, we already talked about how Kimba score, like it reminds us of Jamal Crawford scoring 50 yeah. points only to lose by 30. Yeah. Yeah. Tibbs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tip, tip, you know what? Tibbs got a little bit of uh, Jim, uh, Jim Harbaugh in him. He'll run his players to the ground. Yeah. That old school. Jim. And I, I, I always, I always forget the Michigan. It's Jim, right? That's the one in Michigan. I always forget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he got, uh, uh, he's got a track record. Or running his star, ask Derrick Rose. Mm. He got a she got a track record of running his players into the ground, and I think ask Cat. I mean, ask Cat. I mean, look at um last year, Julius Randle and, and R.J. Barrett, who both had injuries this year, averaging averaging thirty eight minutes a night. Mm. Thirty eight minutes a night. Mm. And it looks worse in person. Trust me. And it looks worse in person. I see. I mean. It I seen it from with my own eyes, and I was like, nah, you know, TV, I'm looking. Yo, Kimba, see, again, I mean, I'm sure we all been to pro games. Kimba was literally like, yo, give me the ball. And he just letting Julius do whatever he wants. No, pass the guy. Julius, I mean, Kimba was pissed. He was like, fuck, many times. And Tibbs just like, it, it, it's okay. No, it's not, Tibbs. We getting, we getting beat the fuck up out here. But, you know. Yeah. Tibbs are Tibbs will get the best he can get out of a team. He'll also grind them in the dust. Yep. Yep. You know, so you know, it's uh pick your poison with Tibbs. Do yeah. you want to be kind of good or, or do you want to be your best self and then not be yourself ever again after? Or you know, you want to rebuild slowly and, and do it a more uh, advantageous way.
There we go. There we go. Well, with that being said, fellas, I'm so happy and blessed that we are here together. It's truly a blessing with people passing away, man, um, that we are here on this uh, Christmas Eve. And uh, I hope everyone enjoying their holidays and will enjoy the holiday tomorrow as well. Um, But before we go, we do got to get our brother Ruck, the deacon in the house, to uh, give us the final say and say word, man. Just give us Let him use you. Let him use you. Now, right, yeah, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna keep this one beautifully complex. Okay, follow with me, right? <clears throat> Speak the things you seek until you see what you say. Mm. Look at that. Look at that guy. You Look know that. what I'm saying? It's all about manifestation in 2022, people. Mm. You gotta be about it though, you gotta be able to get to work. But speak the things that you want into existence and be willing to work for it. Mm. Be willing to work for it. It's the journey, not the end result. My God. My God. Y'all stupid. Mm. On that note. <laughs> and, and I'm putting cases on oh, I don't hear that. I don't hear nothing. Listen, Marquise, can you tell the people where they can find you? <laughs> Yeah, he, you can find him bashing me on Facebook. <laughs> you can find him at your local barbershop talking about, what's Chris K talking about? Phoenix is good. <laughs> Let y'all know before we all, you know, leave and stuff, Um, that if the Phoenix Suns do one tomorrow, I'm, I'm at D-Ruck and I'm at Chris, Chris G tomorrow. I just want to let y'all know. Oh, I, oh, I want to say... You at Ruck, because I don't think they're going to win tomorrow. They don't got no Jordan Poole. They don't got no Andre. Uh, they don't got no Andrew Wiggins. I don't think they're going to win tomorrow. They don't? Ruck said that. Not, or they both in uh, protocol. Okay. so yeah, Jordan, Ruck- Jordan Poole's in protocol, uh, protocol, and Wiggins is in protocol. So they start in uh, Gary Payton and Otto Porter in those positions. Good. Gary Payton Jr. Gary Payton Jr. Good. No, no, I'm sorry. Gary Payton the second. He ain't a junior. He's a second. But both of those two guys is good. They ain't Jordan Poole and they ain't Andrew Wiggins. They, it was good enough to beat Memphis last night. I don't know if it's good enough to beat Phoenix. In Phoenix. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. <laughs> Well, fellas, on that note, thanks again for tuning in to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. It's your boy, The Rock Report, Jersey. Peace. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rock Report, a.k.a. Jersey. But the greatest thing about sports is you play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast.